And hello, we are back. It's Big Joe with Joe's Compendium. And I got a really good friend of mine here today. Um, I'm not going to say much. I'm going to just let him introduce himself, if you would please. Hello, it's Pantan. All right. <laughs> so before we get into the meat of everything that I wanted to talk about today, there is one thing that came up this morning. If you have not heard, there was, if I'm not mistaken, the biggest death total count that came up from any kind of incident in Japan in oh, quite a long time. Kyoto Animation, known as KyoAni, they had somebody come into the building and firebomb the place, essentially. Just, he, yeah. he literally runs in, just says, you die, and he, at this moment, the kill count's somewhere between 33 and 40. Ooh, kill count. I know. I, 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 I think I think death toll is like the appropriate phrasing to, to use here. Yes, um, it, it, it's bad. It's like it's bad either way. It's like I don't like I don't like bringing any kind of bad vibes to that kind of stuff. And this is something that uh, needs to be known. Like there is a donation page up, which I will be down donating to myself soon in the next couple mm. days. Um, that it's just a really bad situation. Like, not the, Japan's been very good. They don't have a lot of these issues. They don't have a lot of people that do this in mass. They don't have a, they don't have a lot of mass casualty incidents. As yes. Call them. So, yeah. like the the other the last big thing that at least I saw come up was from 1995. Um, I think it was the sarin gas attacks on their subway. There was a cult um, that just killed a bunch of people. Um, and I believe several of their members were actually executed. Japan does have the, the death penalty. That is true. They do indeed have the death penalty, which I do, I'm pretty sure, from the inklings of information that I've gotten, this person's a shoo-in. So, there's that. Um, yeah. But, for the people, for people who don't know, like, this studio, they have given us a really good list of anime, most notably from the uh, past recent years. They did do, uh, Made. They did, um, Dragon Maid, which is a lot of people really liked among other studios. So it's it's very unfortunate. Like I've heard a lot of different stories. I heard this person was just mad that they animated something wrong and just took it way too far. I've also thought that they stole like some idea of his. That like he was like, You ripped me off, blah blah blah, so I'm gonna burn burn it down. That is one I haven't heard. The other one that I heard is that he worked for them and then he got fired. Oh. So it was oh. like we don't we don't know the full story. Like we're probably not gonna find out anytime soon because they still have to go through everything, figure out yeah. who they who they can save and all of that. And notably It's uh, developing. Yeah, it's a very it's a developing situation. And for those who care and for those who really like that show, this is also a studio that did free and they were working on free movie that was supposed to be coming out next year which obviously they can't, uh, postponed or canceled. I can't remember exactly which one, but I'm pretty sure it's on leaning towards canceled because that's They lost a lot of content along with people, so I would say at this point, like, most of their projects are tentatively canceled. Yeah. Like, Part of a... what happened, I think, which, which drove the fire is that there's just a lot of flammable stuff in an animation studio. Yeah. So, like, paper, film, etc. Dude, like, poured gas, I think, on the first floor. Accidentally let himself on fire, which is silver lining, but um, Japan, Japanese construction also just has a lot of flammable things, unfortunately. Yeah, that's so, really unfortunate. Yeah, originally, the fire was reported as an explosion, just because it engulfed so fast. Yeah, no, I, I also heard that he ended up pouring gas on a lot of people too. And it's like it's it's terrifying. You see a flaming man walking around like just pouring gas on other people. Like you don't that's not something you want to start your day with or see when you're working. Like you it is to the point where it's like it almost feels like you'd be hallucinating because which I can understand. Like you'll sit there and you'll yeah. see this guy and you're like, that can't be real. That can't really be nigga. real. Yeah, basically <laughs> like really nigga? Like what? <laughs> dude like just pour gas on on you like like no one does that no you're they don't to interact with that so your first reaction is like are you serious you just pour gas kerosene whatever on me and, and then you're on fire yeah 
it's a terrible situation no matter how you look at it. And my heart reaches out to all the families and all the people that are involved. And I hope that they can find closure and it gets resolved as quickly as possible within reason, of course. Like, I want them to take their time and make sure everything's done. But if there's one thing that we know about Japan is that they recover and they rebuild very fast. Yes, and this so it's it's difficult to say even recover, but you're, they're going to do their best to move on. It's an, it's an animation studio. I'm sure they're going to get a lot of support. There's going to be a lot of people who want to be involved with whatever future that studio is going to have, and there's going to be a lot of fans who are going to want to support the families. Yep, and there's so many families affected by it. So yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculous. I mean, like honestly. This is one of the few things that I like. I love about fans is like fans who are willing to spend money, or fans that have the money to do that kind of stuff. It's like it's such a blessing in disguise because they will reach out and help these studios when things like this happen, and it helps those studios in more ways than one. So, shout out to all the good fans, and may all the people who've been affected, you know, may they find peace in what way they can. But moving on. Let's try not to be too depressing here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> a note. So, today's topic is about Overwatch. And this past weekend, we had Stage 3 Finals. And Stage 3 Finals, I got to watch... I didn't watch the first match, but I got to watch the Grand Finals of the stage. And my god, was it, it a was ride. Good. It was so good. Like, talk about... Just like, oh, they're getting stomped, but then turn around and, oh, not so fast. So, before we tell you, like, who it is, like, this team that made it to the Grand Finals and won Stage 3 is the same team that last year did not win a single game, and that is the Shanghai Dragons. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about just how... Talk about an anime plot line for right? you. <laughs> exactly. Like, first of all, that's this a re- is... That's a redemption arc. Straight up redemption arc. And the way that they went about it, if you... Like, I noticed that it, they took their time. They got their first win within the first sta- first season of the stage. And everybody uh, knew they were getting better. I know, I know. We'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but it was it was a long time coming and they played phenomenal. They have one of the best DPS duos. Like they played at the same level that Birdring and Oh god, I can't remember his name right now. Uh from London Spitfire. The DPS duo from London Spitfire last year when they won the grand, when they won the uh, grand finals. It was it, it, they they played just at that same level. Like it was it was phenomenal. So Shanghai Dragons Stardom is is just a god <laughs> on on hit stand. He is like, like and, and we see that from his background coming up with Carpe, him originally like his first big game prior to Overwatch, he was really big on Counter Strike, which is hit scan. Yeah. So um we we see that come across in the very dominant Widowmaker. And then the team bringing back really, really dominant Farrah play. It's Deeding. It's exciting to watch. Yes. Deeding Deeding's fair inspires me. Like I haven't seen a fair that good since my days more of watching. More people are playing fair now. Yeah. And it's like more people are playing fair. And it's a good thing because like I've been a fair player since like season when it like basically like when I first started the game, I started off as a May player, just a May player, and I played a little diva, played a little bit of this and that. And then when I was like flexing out to the other DPS, I was like, I'm trying to figure out another DPS I wanted to play. Uh, like most most of my friends were like, oh, you're gonna play Genji Hanzo. I was like, I hate Hanzo. I still hate Hanzo to this day. <laughs> I cannot play that character for nothing. But simple geometry. Yeah, that geometry is not just simple, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up picking up Fair, and I love the way she plays. I love the way she is, and I love like her whole kit is just her whole kit. Despite anything that anybody might say, is really balanced. She has her strong points, and she has her weak points, and it's like. The way that the way that Ding plays fair is such a hyper aggressive. His cooldowns are just never, they're never not used, and it's a very good way to play fair. I think mm-hmm. I I love it. Very, it's very active. Yes, and he won't. He doesn't play the shoot from far back unless he needs to. 
and he really likes to get in your face. Like, mm-hmm. I, I play like that too. Like, I'll I'll get in your face and I'll barrage and I'll get two and die. But I'm like, I killed half your team. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm getting in value. there. I'm getting the value yep. for it. And when you have such a good widow to back you up, it's terrifying because like you try to go McCree or you try to go soldier against this Pharah, when they have a widow that that's that's that good, good luck. You're in a crossfire. Yeah, you're, you're good luck. Like it, it's Here's the thing about great DPS yeah. is you need a good front line to enable them. Yep. So and that's where we get we to our have Yep. <laughs> That was my next point. Gamsu was the first really big acquire at the beginning of the season. And it's like, it wasn't even like, oh, you know, a couple weeks into the season. It was like the first week. Like, literally right before the season started, they were like, hey, by the way, we just snagged Gamsu from Boston. And rightfully so, as a fan of Boston, we were just like, what? (laughs) How? Boston had, at this point, already seen us lose basically all the core of the team. I think Gamsu and like one other person was, was left. And at that point, everyone was like, why? Like Gamsu was one of the most popular players on the team after probably striker. Yep. So striker was already gone. Gamsu was seen as like the, the face, say, like the father, yeah, the face, the father of the team, all like whatever you want to say. So losing him was a big deal. And then we hear that he hasn't been scrimming for a while. He wasn't really prepared to like, yeah, Buck basically walked into his room and was like, oh, by the way, we traded you noted like he did ask to be traded because he wasn't getting scrim time. Yeah, but he, they were scrimming Axiom over him who hasn't really played at all this season now like noted like fusions came in really strong and a lot of people were excited about that pickup but i i don't really respect gamsu being traded in the first place yeah no like my thing i was hyped because i was like oh my god they have gamsu and fusions they have two good main tanks that they can swap between gamsu yeah, being the start what- it, that's when fusion was the, was on a two-way contract yeah and it was like you look at that and it's like oh my god like gamsu can like perfect his game and where the way he already is and he's our main tank and then we have fusions who's a phenomenal reinhardt and we can just you know go back and forth with them and all of this and it was just like all of a sudden gamsu's gone and i was already mad when we traded striker but mm-hmm. that we'll, we'll, we'll get into all of those details later right now it's about Shanghai Dragons and how they took their team and on the all season they made small moves here and there they got rid of most of their players rebuilt from the ground up and then once they got Gamsu they didn't care I don't think they actually cared about winning stage one or stage two they were focused on getting their play style their synergy and building around Gamsu Mm -hmm. and now I I do have a small sore sore point go for it where's the frog I know. <laughs> we have one woman. One woman in all of the Overwatch League. And, and she was one of the shining lights on the team during season one. Yeah. And we haven't really seen her much, if at all, during during this season. Um, and she she's a great, she's a phenomenal player. So she's an off-tank. Gengari, I haven't listened to her by name, but... Gagari, Gangari, I don't really know how to pronounce it. I'm yeah. mad. I call her the frog. Um, <laughs> but like she's she's a phenomenal Zarya. That's she's known for her Zarya, but she's a great diva too. And I'm I, I I'd like to see her in there. Yeah. Uh, I I'm not gonna like like the team got get a fantastic win and they're playing well. Um, but but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Gangari get a little bit more attention. Yeah, I I would too. I mean, like honestly, like she she. When she was in, she played phenomenally. Like she was not playing bad by any means. But with the new things that are coming up soon, which we'll get into in a moment, maybe we'll see more of her. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to point out how Shanghai got to where they were, and they did it by sticking to their playstyle. Like a lot of teams will try to go to a play style, but then they'll end up swapping when they lose one or two team fights. This team will stick to their play style 
and only switch in extreme circumstances where they know they need to. Otherwise, they will stick with it. Like there were times, like one of my favorite, one of my favorite engages from um, Grand Finals was Ilios, and it was um, the map. The map on Ilios is really good for Widow. It was this map, San Francisco. Oh, yeah, San Francisco Shop had them at ninety nine percent. They were in overtime. This Mercy player from Shanghai played so clutch. Like, she just hit up on the top spot where the Widows usually are, let her other tank engage, let them bide the time, and would wait until the last second to just Guardian Angel over, extend the overtime, and then the team got there. And then Ana. Luffy? His Ana? His Bionades? Were insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think there was a single wasted Bionade. This man's this man's Ana clutched that fight. They ended up losing that, but they went from having the respawn disadvantage and the man disadvantage to coming back and winning a team fight when they were on the brink of losing that map. And it, it was a phenomenal fight. And it showed you right then and there. like they, Their core, their players, every last one of them knew what they were doing. They felt good. They knew how... They were they were calm. Yeah. They played they trust well. Each other. Yeah, they trust each other. And that was huge. And I think that's why they ended up winning. Because, I'm, I'm going to be frank with you, San Francisco obviously came in. They were underestimating the Dragons. From the from the way that they played, when they lost those first three, I don't, I it felt like they were underestimating them. Like, granted, I know they yeah. probably came. They like obviously, you know, they made it this far. They have to be good, but it's like a little bit of them they were just underestimating, just a little bit. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I would say underestimating. I, I definitely think that San Francisco's shock the shock is very cocky right now. Yeah. Or at least um, and to to be fair they had a right to be and the general understanding that i've heard from all the pros right now is everyone's very respectful of um shanghai because they've been doing great in scrims everyone sees like how effective they are we know how how great dm is people are are giving them respect and shock is i won't call them a patch team but they're they have a, they're really good at goats yeah, they really are. We don't know how they are on other metas, and like Rascal, they they're really or they were really good at this Bat Ghost, goats like so Baptiste. It's a hero that not a lot of people know how to play, and you can get good value with. Yeah, they maybe should have played that a little bit more. I don't know, but like, I definitely, I definitely think that. Shock and every other team right now is respectful of how competitive Shanghai is. Yeah, and they have to be at this point. Like Shanghai came into it, and they were like, you know what? We're not playing goats. We're not good at goats. We know what we're good at, and we're gonna play what we're good at. And they did it. They did it very well. And mm -hmm. even still, like their goats are their goats is still at a very high level. Even when I'm saying that, so it it, it just come to the it just came to them basically sticking to their strengths. Really, just playing in a way to let Gomsu, Ding, and Diem just pop off. Like, like yeah. it was great. Like, I I loved the way that they did it. There was so much excitement. Like, it was such a great finals to watch. Like, I didn't have much, I didn't have that much fun watching the grand finals since Boston made it to the grand finals last year in stage Oof. three. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. That, that but that was, ooh, didn't we get stopped? Wasn't that against New York Excel and like? I mean, it was still we good. Got like three o or something. <laughs> it was. It was still good. <laughs> it was still good. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, I like watching it, but I get more and more sad each time because yeah. we didn't almost reverse sweep there. Like no, we it was a good game because shock got got the three o and they turned it around and looked like they were going to reverse sweep and only lost on the last map. Yeah. Losing on the last map of a game is exciting. Losing on the last map, like that, that just goes to show just how good to both teams are, though. Like, mm -hmm. like the Shanghai Dragons look like they, like some people were like, oh no, they're falling apart, they're falling apart. But every, I don't like from the way it looked, every match and every map that Shock took, they took it from a hair's breadth. Like they, it was not easy it was by, close. it was not easy by any means, and. I love that. I love the way that, that happened. So it, it was just a great finals. I'm really happy for the Shanghai Dragons. I really love the way that they built their team. And I'm excited to see what they do with the new changes that are coming up soon and how they decide to play. Changes! Yes, changes. So Overwatch PTR just got updated today, and it had a book 
of changes. Well, let's not, it's not even just the PTR. So big developer update. Yep. We've been hearing rumors about this for a while. Roll queue. Go ahead. I'll let you do this We've one. Been asking for this for so long. And you have to go back almost to launch with Overwatch, talking about how when the game launched, there was no hero limits where you could run six Winstons if you wanted to. And uh, it was horrible and nobody liked it. So then they did hero lock where you can only have one. Yeah. Now there's roll queue where every match can only have two DPS, two tanks, and two healers. No exceptions. Yep. Even including quick play. And you rank individually for each one of those classes. So I can go and I can do my placements for support. And then I can go do my placements for DPS and have two independent ranks for those. And I can be like, yo, I'm a fucking diamond player for support, but I'm a whack DPS. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like a noodly Genji waving a sad fucking sword at people trying to figure out how to get a kill yep. but like that is so I'm, i feel like i can depend on my team so much better in those situations that you're like people have opted into those roles and they're that much more comfortable playing into yeah and like that's that's obviously the big one of the biggest changes in this and it's the way that they did it it looks like they've been working on this for a while obviously and yes. the fact that they had it separate and the fact that you still don't, that you don't need to insta lock anymore is one of the biggest things that I've heard. Is like I don't have to worry about picking my role that I feel the most comfortable with because I signed up for it. And there's a lot more comfort, comfort, comfortableness with everything that's going on with it. Not as much toxicity, you know. So we'll, it's gonna take. I don't think it's gonna hit live quick, but I it's, think it's the end of what. what? Maybe the end of this month, if not... Actually, no, 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 no. We have around 27 days, I think. I can yeah. check. Um, I need to swap, because I actually have the PTR open right now. Um, but they've actually shortened this season so that they can roll it out faster. Yeah, and honestly, like, I'm really looking forward to it. It looks really good. I've wa I've already sat down and I watched a little bit of the, um, a couple of the streamers. They were playing it and some of them were playing out of their own normal positions like ms11 was streaming on um tank earlier and it looked yes. great like honestly like despite this being quote quote like a roll queue and you're locked into certain things the amount of compositions we're going to get now are going to be so much more interesting and diverse because mm -hmm. the counter picking is going to be harder and the counter picking is going to be like per like it's also easier to think about synergy within your own team. Yep. And then it's easier for you to just look at yourself or you and your, your counterpart and like the other support, the other tank or whatever, and be like, okay, this is what I can do to best work with you. Yep. And this is what I can do best to work against the other team. I've played, I already did my placements for the, the PCR. You were saying that you saw my post. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. I'm, I just placed like 500 SR higher than I've ever been in the game before. It's crazy, at least for supports. And the thing that I've noticed, and this may just because, be because it's the PTR, but people are talking to each other so much more. Yeah. Like, the, the amount of communication, even if it's only two people, you're seeing a lot better response to it. Yeah. And people are actually give a fuck it's so 25 days until the end of the season yeah it, it's gonna be interesting because like a lot because people can play what they want and essentially it's yeah. gonna be easier so it's great I, I like it i really like it now one of the biggest changes two of the biggest changes global ultimate costs increased again by 12 percent, <laughs> which makes sense uh, ultimates they keep nerfing ultimates because the ultimates keep coming up fast and it's a combination of players understanding how their characters work and how to best build their ultimates faster. So they want to just mm -hmm. kind of nip that in the bud just a little bit, not too, too much. And I support that because there's some heroes that people just play to farm the ults and then they only make plays based on the ults. Yeah, which is not good. And yes. the biggest, the uh, other biggest change is Brigitte. Brigitte, she, she got almost a... 
Mercy. No redesign. Yeah, she got she got almost entire like Mercy rework. So yeah, her kit is very different. Her kit is very different from what I've seen. Like I've watched a little bit of it, and it's like it's very very different. Seagull is saying that he feels like he he feels fragile now with her. Like he he's he doesn't want to engage as recklessly as they used to with her because she, she only has two hundred shield health. Yeah, two hundred shield health. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go down the list of the stuff that they have for it. So her inspire passive, the healing amount increased from 100 to 130, but her self healing from inspire is halved. And that's huge. Like one of the biggest things about boom, there's your sustain. Yeah, like her biggest thing about her is that she was so hard to kill. Like in a one v one, this character was just ridiculously hard to kill, and it was absurd. Repair pack now has three charges. Healing amount changed from 150 to 120, and it heals over two seconds instead of instantly. If you throw the multiple packs to the same person, the current duration will be extended by two seconds. So she does more healing overall, which is nice. I like that change. The repair pack, she needed to have more repair pack. Yeah. For her to be a viable healer. Because if, if you're playing her and it's not in like a death ball comp that's like just going into the other team if the majority of her healing and the majority of her support is on a cooldown that only comes up whatever like every eight seconds seven seconds i forget what the cooldown is i think it's like eight but seconds like, but yeah that's that's not enough healing for a support to do like when she can't hit people yeah hello jordan so he might just hang out okay that's fine and um next one up is whip shot uh outgoing velocity it's faster it's faster and retracting time, it's yeah, it's just overall faster. Uh, velocity is increased yeah. from sixty to eighty, and retracting time is reduced from point six to point three. So that's nice. It helps keep. It helps. It's it's pretty much like they doing what they wanted her to do originally, which is mm -hmm. stop dive. She's supposed to be anti dive. Yes, like you said earlier, barrier shields from five hundred to two hundred. and stun duration reduced from point nine seconds to point seventy five for shield bass, which is really good. And her rally got an additional ten percent increase for ultimate cost. So but speaking um, of stun durations, ooh, Reinhardt, right? Yeah. Well, there's actually another one that I missed. I didn't realize until uh, I don't know. Maybe it was a stream, maybe in a game. But Moira like can just fade out of stuns now. Yeah. Yeah, she can now. It, Fade can now be used while stunned. They said she's always been good at healing and dealing damage, but she often feels a little utility compared to other healers, and this helps her basically not die as easily, mm -hmm. which I like. I like that a lot. And then, like a, a, yeah. what I was saying earlier, Reinhardt he has a new passive, Steadfast, which I think he needed this from the he get go. Needed it so much. I as as someone who has a gold Reinhardt hammer, bro. Like he needed that. It reduced. First so off, you have a big ass dude who is supposed to be a tank, but he walks out into a fight and just gets ping pong balled all over the place. What's it, the point of him having all this armor and being bigger than everyone? Yeah, it, it's really not cool. Like steadfast reduces knockback effects by thirty percent, which is huge in this kind of thing. So like he can still stay with his team. With getting whip shot or fair boop, like it's gonna be harder to fair boop him away overall, and I think this change is very well needed for him. Like it's a great change. It's gonna make him a little bit more stable and a be yep. some and better choice to pick than Arissa in most situations now. And I need to take that into account really in my Lucio play for like oh, I want to boot this Reinhardt off a ledge, but thirty percent reduction. Yeah. On, on CC, do I do I have the range to boop him now? Yeah, and that's something that I'm gonna have to like relearn or like just go in a server and test with someone and find a sacrificial Reinhardt to just <laughs> be my test dummy. Yeah, because well, because like the way that Lucio's boops work and all of that, and the way that the boops change in general, yeah, it's gonna change a lot. That thirty percent is a lot. Sombra, yeah. she got a she got a little bit of a good decent change. Her duration on cast times. Yeah, her cast times got uh, increased. Duration on enemy players reduced from six to five for hack and point from point five to point sixty five for EMP for activation time. This is a solid nerf. It does as a Zenyatta player bless. That point five to point sixty five gives the Zenyatta players a, a a heavenly amount of time to activate trains 
in response. Yeah. Like, you had to have such a hyper-awareness of the Sombra as a Zenyatta to pop the trans in time because, like, you had almost no time to react. Yeah, yeah it basically could get baited out because if Sombra spooked you, Sombra could just just jump up behind you and be like, fuck, she's gonna do the thing. You trance, and then she's just like, lol, I'm not doing it, but now that trance is gone. already out. Gonna do it as soon as it's over. Exactly. So now you can hear it start to cast like so many other ults in the game, and you're like, oh, okay, she's channeling it, which I think is like the important. It's like we want to say it's being channeled, yeah, and it can be interrupted in that time. So now during the cast, she can be killed, she can be slept, she can be stunned. She, there's so many things where there has not been really good counterplay around EMP outside of hopefully Zenyatta doesn't get caught by it and yeah. he can counter it because yeah. also it, it's not only is he one of the only real counters for it but he also is one of the biggest targets of it because he loses 75% of his fucking health if he gets EMP yep he goes from being uh being able to potentially win a 1v1 fight to if I get touched I die yeah you sneeze on him and he's like oh yep it's really rough for him, but that, that's a really good change for her. Submetro has the most interesting change in the uh, PTR, I think. Her teleporter is now infinite and it uh, until destroyed. And the players can destroy the teleporter with their ability to input. And the cooldown now starts when it's destroyed. Cooldown increased from 12 to 15 seconds. And the maximum range is increased from 25 to 30. If I like the range increase. Yeah, I like it too. Teleport reuse time increased from one to one and a half seconds. So this makes it so for me, like I whenever I see a semester, I'm hyper aware of it when I'm playing against them. I hate them because they can turn the tide of a fight just like that. And if you don't focus anything that they throw out, like I'll be in the game and my team will be fighting a team fight and they'll ignore the Symmetra who's throwing out three uh, three turrets and then throws a teleport uh, teleporter out and then moves to high ground and then they just ignore her. And it's like, you have to look for her. If I see, if I see a um, Symmetra, it's like I'm. I'm no. I need to like. She needs. She's to one die. of those like on on site. Yeah, it's on like on site. Like on dogs is on site. Like I see you coming around the corner, Symmetra. Like I don't care if I die. Like you're dead. Like I'm taking you with me. Like you because like I there have been so many times where I've been like. Oh, yeah, we just killed three. We killed both their healers and their main tank. And then all of a sudden, there's their Symmetra. Oh, I got a four kill, guys. It's fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're yeah. fine. And it's like, it's a come she on. She charges that laser beam up, and she's a dangerous little mini Zarya. Yeah. So it, 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 this is this just makes her more of a target, but this is also a really good uh, change for her. The better the Symmetra, the more terrifying it is. Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, one of the uh, happiest changes in this, Pulse Bomb. For Tracer, damage increased. Oh, yes. Damage increased it's back from three hundred to three fifty. It is back, and because pretty much the whole reason they nerfed it, there was no reason for the nerf anymore. So they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna re- we're gonna re- we're gonna yeah push it so, back." For the record, before it was nerfed down to two hundred damage, Tracer was the only character in the game who had never been nerfed. So with them reverting that nerf, can we just say that she's never been nerfed? I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so based, based on the original release balance of the game, she's the only character that still has the exact same... She's realistically the first character they designed of the game, so she's a keystone of, of the Overwatch balance. Yeah. Because it's designed around her. So it makes sense that that's the character that doesn't get tweaked more or less than anyone else and to be quite honest like there's nothing to tweak about that character she's she's the best feeling character in the game still since not since the only time there was a character that felt better was anna when she was um buffed after her first real buff when uh the, uh, when the beyblade meta came her I, yeah i liked so her anna launch when nano boost had had speed <laughs> was was nutty and that was so fun it was so fun like anna in general is like also one of those characters like well even though she got a lot of changes she was one of the best feeling heroes they released in a while and then like you know so there was that stuff um a couple more changes uh wrecking ball minefield projectile speed increased from 10 to 13 causing the mines to spread out more 
And then the activation time goes from 0.25 to 0.1, which I think is insane. That's I a, like it. That's, I like it. That's a lot. That is a lot. Honestly, like, so half of my Wrecking Ball ults have just not gone off. Yeah. It's, it, it's really inconsistent. You can die, like, I, I don't like it. It's, it's been super frustrating for me to use. And maybe that's because I haven't dedicated that much time into getting Wrecking Ball down yet. But I just haven't in, in, enjoyed using his ult half of the time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, great. It, like, I'm zoning and doing all this other stuff. But sometimes it's like, oh, I can like jump on the point and use my ult. Like, it's fine, guys. But like, I land on the point and hit Q and just nothing happens and I'm dead. Yep. It's rough. It's like I I like it. I want to see how it looks in action, but like that's that's a little terrifying because if you have a good Hammond and he knows how to pop that ult, that ult can cover an entire point and buy just enough time for his team to get back. I mean, that could be a tide fighter. So mm -hmm. one the one of the last changes is um Ash, although I should have said this earlier, her uh reload time per round decreased from point three to point twenty-five. As somebody who plays a lot of Ash, like I dedicated her as like my go-to uh, hit scan. Mm. I'm happy about that because it would take. There will be yeah. times where <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> there have been times where I just like I would hate reloading because I'm in the middle of a team fight and I get less than three uh, three ammo and I'm like I have to reload. So then, like, I just do, like, this reload one, take a shot, reload one, take two shots until I can fully reload. This makes it so I can get probably a couple more in. And she needed this because, as it stands right now, unless if you're a really good Ash, McCree just outshines you in almost every way. And oh, because yeah. McCree is so fun right now. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> it's peanut gallery. Oh, my God. <laughs> McCree is so fun right now because he's he shoots so much faster. And it's just think, 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 like you can just click on heads everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it's honestly, it's it's a good change. I like the way they went with that. There's a lot of bug fixes. So um, subtitle bug fixes. Displays yeah. while spectating while waiting to respawn, which is nice. And fix the bug that could cause damage to not be dealt if a damage dealing ability was rapidly gaining losing targets, like Azaria trying to track a fast moving hero. Um, Just get good and track better. Lol. Yeah, <laughs> basically, um, some abilities appear smoother during slowdown time, end of round, or custom game. Notably, Dragon Strike or Roadhog Hook, and then Doomfist. Doomfist, I think, is still the most buggiest hero. Considering that he still has so many bugs that they have to fix, improved ability for him to get through doorways while using Rocket Punch and clipping the corner. Rocket Punch will now consistently destroy Translocated and not be stopped by it. Summon to Symmetra Turrets, which is nice. Targets hit by Rocket Punch will now go directly backwards instead of maintaining any lateral momentum they had, which I think is also pretty good for him. Targets that are stun immune but not not back immune, Zarya's particle batter, barrier, Zen during transcendence, are no longer able to affect not back trajectory. That's kind of cool. And fix the bug where if he used meter strike while crouched, he'll move slowly for the entirety of the ultimate. And what? yeah, apparently, like they, these are things that none of us have known. And fix the bug where Doomfist will move backwards slightly slower during meteor strike. Like what? These are some of these are weird. But you know that that's his usual book of uh, bugs that they fix. For Diva, yeah. they fixed the bug that prevented uh, her defense matrix from pointing down while she was aiming downwards while moving. And for Lucio, fixed some false positives with Lucio's animation land prediction when wall riding. So I don't know exactly what that means because I don't. Neither do I. That's that's something that some some Lucio people will have to figure out. And finally, Zarya fixed a bug that caused Zarya's weapon and arm to animate oddly during her emotes when viewed in third person. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad that I missed this, because I, I would love to see her arm noodling all over the place. Uh, so, overall, that is a lot of changes they brought, dropped into there. There's a lot of good changes. Yeah. I like this. Is a, it's a big patch. And, it's a big, and I'm and I'm so excited for it to to hit live. Yeah, same. But like, um, I'm also hearing some people are thinking that this might be like 
the last big patch they dropped where they just kept adding stuff and taking away stuff from it. So I would be looking forward to seeing what they do in the past next couple of weeks because we know this isn't going to be going live for a while. So they have a lot of time to listen to the community, which they have been doing consistently. Like I've all I've noticed that they always listen to the community when they say enough. Quick case in point, one of the biggest uh, things was when Ana. Remember when they were nerfing Ana's bio grenade and then they nerfed it to have less damage than a melee, and then everybody was like, "Yo, y'all need to stop." Was like, why though? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like was, come on, guys, please, like me. Well, I mean, additionally, ad additionally, the new hero leaked. Ooh, ooh, you didn't hear this? No, I didn't. Please, you, you need to get you need to get hip to uh, the competitive Overwatch subreddit, my guy. Um, so the um, the. Team Mexico Overwatch World Cup uh, team Twitter yeah. accidentally posted a photo that's a screenshot of um, like a, a temporary art photo of um, someone's profile or someone's uh, over overview. Yeah. And there's a character on it that no one's ever seen before. Ooh. Mind you, this is posted by like a semi-official account. So everyone's like, yo, who the fuck is Sigma? Ooh. So, this this all happens like while Seagull is interviewing Jeff Kaplan. Oh no! So his, so his chat is like, "Yo, Sigma, Sigma, Sigma," and Se Seagull's like, "What Sigma?" And Jeff is like, "You can see him be like, what the fuck happened?'" And then he's, <laughs> and then he's basically like, "Yeah, you're right. You like fine. You you got me." Oh my and god. So yeah, it's it's confirmed. Like Jeff Kaplan has validated the fact that Sigma is the next hero. Now, this is not who we were expecting. I um everyone thought it was gonna be forget this guy's name, but the the know, tank guy from uh Baptiste Story, right? Yeah, exactly. Everyone's expecting the tank guy from Baptiste Story. It's not him. Um, Sigma, I don't know. He's 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 a white dude with blue hair and a big nose. Like I <laughs> <laughs> definitely not the the other guy yeah <laughs> all right so that's that that's news to me all right so i like that i like that all right so and i'm gonna put it out there people are already making the sigma balls jokes so <laughs> it's already it's already done you're not cute like we're over it okay we don't know anything about this hero as far as i'm aware like i'm looking through the comments of this really quickly i'm not aware of anything in this lore he's it he looks like a villain he looks like a bad guy Probably Talon. Probably. Um, I like honestly, like I couldn't tell you. Like, that's racist. <laughs> oh my god, Jordan! All right, so we don't like. Like, I'm pretty sure that's. Wait, is that Kareem? No, it's not. Oh, it's not Ooh. Kareem. All right, so any so, anybody listening right now, this is uh, this, Jordan. And this is funny because when you first came in here. And you first said hi. I was like, "That sounds like Kareem." So it's yep. not just you, Jordan. Yep. I know that this is not Kareem. Yeah, it sounds a lot like Kareem. That this is what I get. This is what I get. You know, like being me. I just sound like Kareem. Shout out yeah, to my boy sorry. Kareem. It's okay. We love you. Yeah. We miss you. Yep. But <laughs> yeah, moving on. Get that boy a working computer. Moving on. Mm. Overwatch right now, as of today has a lot going on for it, and then the Summer Games drop, which, speaking lightly on it, like, there's nothing that new. I kind of like Lucio what they do. Lucio Ball is back for a fourth time. Yeah. Lucio Ball, I think, should stay, to be completely yeah, honest. I don't know why they removed Wait, hang on, pause, rewind. Can McCree roll out of a hook? No. Out of one? No. he just rolled out of my hook. <laughs> Maybe he broke line of sight. I don't know. There's like that's, that's some bullshit. Did he roll out of your hook in the direction of cover? Yes. Okay, so like you just got screwed by the game code. That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm pretty sure that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. Besides, uh, for the for the uh, summer games, um, more or less, like I kind of like what they're doing with some of the skins. I kind of like that they're doing with not all the skins, but only a couple of them. Mm -hmm. I'm looking mad they're doing it with the May skin. Because I want to just buy that, but like whatever. I need, I need to go back and look at the skins because I don't even remember. I, I'm just I forgot to get the Reinhardt skin last year, so I got it 
I got now the the Gridironheart one. Yeah. But all the rest of the skins I forgot about. I already got the Reaper one. I don't I don't care about any of the ones that you earn through just winning games. I don't I look at them. They don't look that great. Um I don't blame you. I just want the main one because it's May and I want to have everything for her. What what is even What is this May skin? It it looks kind of lazy, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this is this I look at it and I'm like, this is a summer games skin. Yeah, exactly. It looks kind of lazy. Kinda su- it, it's kind of lazy. Bitch, you wear that to the beach? What do you mean? Like, why is May so thick? Like, you can't say that. Don't put her. Make her look like. Fine. Put her in a summer outfit. It doesn't need to be like. Oh my. Like, I don't. Not like. Put put May's skin out there, but like. <laughs> But like damn, like it's, it's hot and she's wearing fucking Uggs. Why? <laughs> All right, this is have, this is a bit of pet. This is a bit of quick TED talk. <laughs> um, but overall, I'm not too mad where everything is about that. Overwatch wise, like the Genji skin's dope. The Genji skin is dope. I like it. I bought Kendo, it immediately. It really makes sense for him. Yep. Um, the Hanzo skin is lit. Hanzo has some of the best skins in the game right now. Yeah. Kind of makes me mad. That's because Hanzo's the best. Hanzo sucks. But anyways, Torbjorn. Wow. Torbjorn has the funniest. Yo. Has an inflatable hammer. (laughs) Yo. And I just. I, I, I love everything about it. I love everything about it. That is the best looking skin of the. Of this patch. By far. By far. You're yeah. back. <laughs> Jordan has Jordan is a mod and he decided to move you. To don't AFK. don't be don't be calling my Hanzo right. shit. Look, all right. Jordan, I can I can do that to you too. Bye. <laughs> all right. So I mean, that's true. You can. <laughs> so pretty much that's uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, was there anything else you wanted to cover today? Because like that that's what I wanted to get. I wanted to get the Shanghai Dragons. I want. Oh yeah. Well, there was one oh, more thing. Yeah. Huck. Hashtag Huck. fuck Huck. Yo, Huck, this, Huck. this boy needs to sit his fucking ass down. I'm going to back up and like we're going to talk some Huck history real quick. Oh, boy. It actually came up for me recently. I was watching um, a video from some YouTuber and he managed to, to start talking about Huck and how he was like one of the top um, StarCraft 2 players at, at some time. And I was like, that's neat. He's not a professional Overwatch player, nor has he. <laughs> ever been a professional overwatch player <laughs> granted the man is grandmaster and i'll give him that so maybe if he wanted to he could grind and do it but i don't, I don't really like his management style same a lot of players don't like his management style i don't like, I don't like his fucking title president of gaming sounds pretentious as shit he should understand that people are making fun of him for it and he needs to stop putting himself out there as the face of the team. He's... It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. No one wants him as that. And is, and he is putting himself out as the face of the team. No one's going to fucking argue with me about this because I go to the Boston Uprising games when they have the viewing party. And every viewing party, there's a fucking stupid video of Huck. Like, like thanks, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, it's him. He's He wants to represent the team. It's bad. He's a shitty fucking mascot. It's really bad too because like there's a lot that's going on with this team that a lot of waste of potential, and then like you have like the team just does not look good right now. It does not, and like that's that's also like partially probably coaching, and I can't say how responsible he is for that. Yeah, because he's the general manager or the president of the gaming, whatever. So like Gumba and like other people, that's on them too. But like. You know what is on him? The fact that we had a team that was that made it to the playoffs and then he just let everyone go. Like why? Like why do you let go the entire team? Like if it's to the point that you have a team that is as successful as it was and it, it's not synergizing well and you're having problems with everyone that you need to let everyone go. You know, the one thing they all have in, in common is you and your management style. He doesn't have enough history leading a team. Yes, he, he was, um, like, the guy who was in charge of Toronto Esports for a while. But, like, I don't 
I don't care. You don't have enough of a foundation here. His background is in a single player fucking game. Yeah. It, it, Starcraft is not a single player game, you piece of shit. <laughs> it, it, professionally, it is. It's no, game. it's not. That's not that's single how, player. Okay. What do you mean 1v1 is single? That's how they play it. That's how they play it. <laughs> that is a two player game, sir. Okay. 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 The video I watched earlier this week that was talking about him was wrong. Yes. I'm sorry, casually explained, lied to me. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. I agree. I do not like no, the <laughs> I do not like the way that Huck is managing the team. Like the biggest point like you said, we had a great core that was good enough to make it to the grand finals, not just like a stage finals, the grand finals. And then you let the entire core go. Yeah. And we got knocked out first round, but we just realistically we needed just to, to flesh out the team a little bit we needed we only had we only had two dps players at the end of last season because we lost oh, that's all you can use now because he's a fucking he's a fucking pervert who was trying to show his dick to underage girls so i yeah, hate people like, like that it's so dumb yeah like, come like, on fuck that dude <sighs> and mistakes had to step up mistakes did so well considering he was a tracer player a tracer main who had to go to to flex dps that wasn't his job or what he got hired to do no one ever expected that they would just lose a player mid-season no and he went above and beyond and you know who else went above and beyond him go he fucking retired because he was so depressed it's so sad it's like it was like not only that like strike like mistakes went above and beyond striker striker literally went god mode he went god mode Striker like probably sold the most shirts on the team. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, bye. There, there was. I've, a... I've literally watched Huck in in other people's in other professional players' stream because he's grandmaster. Like, have a good play, and then get in chat and be like, oh, I'm so fucking good about at this game. I'm gonna sign myself next. Just watch, and I'm like, that's not fucking funny when your team is losing. No, it's not. It's like it's. It's very bad, and I really hope they do something about him soon. But he's really cocky, and I don't like it. I said it. It's it, it needs to change, and then there's a lot there's a lot of manager things that have to change for Boston too. Because if you look, all right, you look at where the state of uh, where New York Excel is now, and just their community, their community exposure is quadruple the it's amount so of the Boston good. exposure. It's so good. Uh, honestly, so their community exposed. I have a buddy who was actually a community manager position at Boston Uprising. So do I. And yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, so do I, guys. Jordan. Sorry. Stop it. But I think another thing that that's actually worth mentioning is um, for season three of Overwatch League, the we're going to have um, divisions and subdivisions now. So yeah. And I believe season three is when we finally we should have a home stage as yes, well. Yes, and we don't know where that's going to be for Boston yet, but we will have a home stage, home stand games, and um, that's really so good. Me and the boys will be out there, and I will be throwing milkshakes at Huck. I, I will, I will come. I will make the milkshakes for you. Yeah. It's fine. So that that was la, pretty. La la, <laughs> warm it up. la 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 la. So that was pretty much everything I needed to cover, everything we needed to talk about today. <laughs> Uh, thank you for the surprise guest show up, uh, Jordan. Um, Pan- hey, no problem, man. Glad I always tune in. <laughs> uh, Pantan, why don't you go ahead and put your information out there so people can know where to find you? Uh, oh my god. Hey, I don't think any anyone else you find right now when you look for Pantan. So if you Google Pantan on basically any social media, you'll find me. And if it's not Pantan, like, my ID It's Pantangelicious. Yeah, it's Pantangelicious. This, this link, if you take, like, P-A-N-T-A-N, Pantan, and you, like, slap big old fat delicious at the end of it, that's basically it. <laughs> all right. And that's it, boys. Joe's Companion. We're all done here for today. It's good. And we will see you next week.